Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, Matt. So the Bills are really dealing with more injuries here. And the great news is Taylor Rapp, might even be able to play on Sunday. Very scary situation. What happened last week with him being taken off the field on a stretcher and put in an ambulance. He never went to the hospital, uh, but he was home resting. We talked about it on the uh, podcast after the game. And now even Sean McDermott says he has a a chance to play. We don't know about Taron Johnson and Dane Jackson. They are still in the concussion protocol and will be. And oh, by the way, Micah Hyde is day-to-day and Cam Lewis is day-to-day. Yeah, they're pretty banged up in the secondary, and this is not a team that you want to be banged up in the secondary against. I do want to give credit to uh, Doug Farrar. He is the one who I saw this tweet from. The Bills used some kind of pre-snap motion on 15 of Josh Allen attempts against the New York Jets. Allen completed all 15 of those passes for three explosive plays and three touchdowns. So pretty good Joe Brady. The one that concerns me the most, though, about the secondary is Taron Johnson. Right. Like, I think you probably feel pretty good about Russell Douglas and about Christian Benford if they've got to hold down the fort. But if you do not have Taron going against this team, it's a bit of a concern. Now, the one thing that you got to kind of keep an eye on for Dallas Goddard is, is Dallas Goddard going to play because he did not play against the Chiefs. But if he doesn't play, then Devonta Smith is just like a freak. Look at these numbers when he does not play in the last two seasons. 78 yards, 50 yards, 102 yards and a touchdown, 64 and a touchdown, 126 yards, 99 yards. So those are the games that Dallas Goddard has not played. Those are Smith's numbers in those games. And I would imagine those are secondary to A.J. Brown, who is also 
a freak. So this is not a game to have a banged up secondary. It's better than it would have been because of Douglas and because of Benford, but still not a great situation. No doubt. And I did ask Sean McDermott on the Zoom call if the Micah Hyde injury is a new one, neck mm-hmm. slash stinger. He said no. It's not, but the one he had, these he said these things tend to flare up, those kinds of injuries. So I'm encouraged by that. Also, Cam Lewis, day to day, that's not week to week. I'm encouraged by that. I would say Cam Lewis has played pretty well when he's been in there. He's not yeah. Taron Johnson. He's different. He's, a, he's he's not as fluid as Taron, but I, I don't think that, Taron, that Cam Lewis is a bad player at all. I think he could play. He could probably start for a lot of teams in this league at nickel cornerback, but you're mm-hmm. right. I think you, you really need to have you know Taron Johnson available in this one if you can. It's going to be... Tough to see and interesting to note if you know these guys are going to be able to advance through the concussion protocol in seven days. The one other thing about Micah Hyde, and this is just my like perception of it, this doesn't mean that this is actually a fact or anything, but the fact that he talked to us after the game is usually a good sign as far as injury status is concerned. You know what I mean? Like He came out and did a press conference with Jordan Poyer and acted like everything was normal. Now, in reality, what probably happened was he got home and he was sore or he was sore the next morning. The doctors looked at it and were like, okay, we got to you know keep you kind of just keep it low, lay low this week. And that's what I would imagine happens. I mean, they're doing a walkthrough on Wednesday. We won't be there Thursday because it's the holiday. I would imagine he's a non-participant both of those days. And then if he is good to go, he'll probably practice Friday. And then like this guy doesn't need all of the practice snaps. I know this is a tough team. This is a really tough matchup, but you can afford to let Micah Hyde miss two practices and still be ready to go. It'll be a really interesting injury to report to watch all week. I Would you agree with me that um, not only, obviously, the Chiefs getting a loss is the good thing for the Bills, but the Eagles coming off a win on a short week, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. that's got to be good. You, you don't want that mad and angry backs against the wall. And I'll even say, they're no. you know who their next two games are? The Eagles, do you know, after the Bills? 49ers. Yep. Give me a hint on the other one. Another really big game for them. NFC? Like the Niners? Yes. Uh, in the division, Cowboys. 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 Yeah. Niners, wow. Cowboys, okay. Seahawks, their next three games. But I, I just think this is a spot where I'm not say, you know, I, I'm just big on that kind of thing, like a maybe not trap game necessarily, but you know, you're gonna have a real high emotion beating the Chiefs, the Super Bowl champs that you just lost to, coming back, long flight home. You're getting back in on Tuesday morning. You're trying to get back mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. You know, by the time you get, you know, really in depth on the bills or prepared. Maybe the Bills have a bit of a leg up, right? That's kind of what I'm thinking. And if you're Nick Sirianni, you may be managing your team a little more to make sure that you're ready as best you could be for those really important NFC games after this. Yeah, well, it's like the same thing with the – it's different because they're 9-1. and one. You know they're going to the playoffs. They're fighting for the one seed, not a playoff spot. But for them, this game is not as important as the 49ers, as the Cowboys. It's just like for the Bills, how this game is not as important as the game against the Chiefs or not as important as the game against the Chargers, the Patriots, or especially the Dolphins the last week of the year. The AFC games are just more important because of the conference record and what the implications of that mean. I think that is something to be said, though, about for this week for the Bills. No matter what happens, they are still – alive no matter what if they lose this game even if they go into the bye week at six and six they still have a chance they still are absolutely in the race you got a scoreboard watch you got to see what's going on around the league but yeah i i like the matchup a lot more i think monday night was almost the perfect scenario for the bills because the chiefs lost the eagles won so now you're not getting them off of a loss and neither team looked particularly dominant they looked like good teams but we knew they were going to be good teams but they did not look like teams where it was going to be like oh gosh 
the Bills are in trouble. Like I watched that game and I was like, the Bills can beat both of these teams. How bad are the uh, Chiefs receivers, basically? I mean, they've cost them all year and they cost them big time Monday night. It's their fault. It's their own fault. Like, why didn't they go sign DeAndre Hopkins? Or why didn't they go trade for DeAndre Hopkins? Why did they let themselves get to this situation? Probably for the same reason the Bills didn't. There's not a lot of money there. They've, they, they, they don't have a lot of money in the salary cap. I know, but you can always make space. I think you can. I don't think it's as easy as people think all the time. Speaking of which, by the way, I will also mention before we, you know, for, before I forget, Shaq Leonard released by the um, Colts. I'm now, glad you brought that up. The Bills have the 18th waiver priority if they wanted to claim him. But even if they did, Matt, $6.1 million, uh-uh, not happening. They can't fit him in. Just can't. Can't fit him in. You'd have yeah. to make a series of roster moves otherwise, and that's just not going to happen. For a guy that really hasn't played great football this year when he has played. Um, that said, if he does clear waivers, he becomes an unrestricted free agent. Then it's basically about, hey, you want to come here and play for peanuts and compete for a Super Bowl? Maybe that happens with the Bills or any other team. But, mm-hmm. I mean... It, you have to think with their linebacker situation, they'd at least maybe think about it. Yeah, I think they'd think about it, but are they at this point a legit contender? I mean, if he's not going to make a decision in the next three or four days and you don't know what happens with the Eagles, I mean, sure, if they beat the Eagles and you're 7-5 and five and it's your bye week, I bet that would be a really enticing option to be like, okay, listen, you, you get to come in with a week off and we can get you acclimated and try and get you on the field as soon as possible. but. You know, if they do lose to the Eagles, which is obviously a very real possibility, and you're six and six, you got like a 15, 20% chance of making the playoffs. I don't think Shaq Leonard is coming to, you know, play five games for you and then go. No, but but I just want to take it from the Bills side, though. You're you're right about that. Oh, yeah. I'm asking you, do you think the Bills should be interested in doing that? Yeah, I do. I do. I think that he would be a nice fit for them alongside Terrell Bernard. But at the same time, I don't think he's even close to the player he once was. No, that's exactly right. I agree with you. No, I. I don't think he's going to want to make a decision right away unless a team said, dude, we got to have you this week or you got to make a decision now. We don't want to wait. That could mm-hmm. happen. Um, yeah, I think the Bills are still considered contenders, but you're right. If they lose on Sunday, it changes the narrative. They win. You know, I mean, obviously, we're, look, if the Bills beat the Eagles on Sunday, you know what's going to happen. Monday, the headlines Super, are going to be, okay, Bills are back. Are they one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl? You don't want to face the Bills. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what the national media is going to say on, on top of all of us locally. Yeah, well, I mean, that already was happening. I was watching ESPN on Tuesday afternoon, and it was like, what team is the biggest threat to the Chiefs in the AFC? And there was four different analysts on ESPN, and here's the four different answers they had. One person said the Ravens, understood. One person said the Dolphins, understood. One person said the Bills. That was Dan Graziano, who's been around the team a lot. He's covered them. And then one person said the Broncos. Because they've won four in a row, and they know that they can beat the Chiefs, and they just beat the Bills, too, so they beat some good teams. So I was like, okay, those are interesting. Really all over the board. All right, doesn't that that really just kind of speak to what the AFC is right now, though, right? You think about that, what the AFC Mm -hmm. is, for sure. Uh, Speaking of that, let's uh, talk about this week's schedule. Thanksgiving game. So you are cooking the turkey, and you're going to do the wishbone this year. And what are you doing as far as you you got – what's your policy? What's your policy going to be on – watching football games while you're cooking and everybody's coming over and all that kind of stuff and eating. So So. we have, I think about 20 people, maybe 25 people coming over. So it's actually kind of a lot. We set up the table in the dining room and then two smaller tables kind of attached to them. And that will fit 12 people. And then we have another table that will fit about six people. So math that does not equal 20 or 25. 
and the mindset behind that was that myself, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, maybe my uncle and a couple other people are going to just eat on our laps in the living room so we can watch football while everybody else sits down and actually eats. So I think it's one of my favorite days of the year. I don't think it is one of my favorite days of the year. And to not be working this year, I think is really cool because this is kind of all we've known now for the last four years. Three of the last four years, the Bills have played on Thanksgiving. So my Thanksgiving experiences have been just really weird. They've been working for the last couple of years. Now that I'm not working, I intend to hang out at home, lay low, and watch football. Like That's all I really want to do. Packers-Lions get it started at 12.30, tradition in Detroit, and then Commanders-Cowboys, mm-hmm. tradition in Dallas after that. And then night game is Niners-Seahawks. Eh, it's, not, it's not a bad matchup. Doesn't super appeal to me because it's not a game that's of notable interest for the Bills in any regard, mm-hmm. but it's not a yeah. bad matchup. So in that regard, I can say that's cool. That way I don't have to have any stress about it. I can just kind of watch it and let my belly relax. Of the three time slots the Bills have played in, what was your favorite one on Thanksgiving? Uh, I think the middle game, the 4 425 game. I think that is one of my most memorable games that I've ever covered. That was so that atmosphere. It it legitimately felt different after that game. It felt like they arrived. Like it felt like they showed up on the national stage and everybody was like, Josh Allen might be good. This team might be good. I remember talking to those guys after the game and they were on fire. They were like, not to us, but to like all the national people. They were like, you picked against us. You picked against us. Screw you. Screw you. We're good. I remember the thing in the clip of Jordan Phillips and Shaq Lawson doing the like Dak thing on the field after the game where they were like imitating his hip thing. Or how about they were doing that? Ezekiel Elliott like that. Right. Th- that was that. a crazy, was a crazy game. game. And I don't almost remember anything from the same. Was that, was that your favorite time slot too? My you favorite, favorite time, time slot. slot. Yeah. My favorite time slot was the 1230 game. I think that would be my favorite as a fan too. Like if I was watching my team, I would want to watch at 1230 because then I think you just do dinner after that. As long as you win, right? Because if you lose, it kind of yeah. ruins yeah. the day. Now on Friday, we have the first ever Black Friday game. It's Dolphins Jets. And I'm sitting here going, yeah, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to sit around and watch Black Friday. Dolphins nope. Jets. Then I realized, wait Don't a minute. Turn it on. <laughs> Don't turn it on. Why not? You're not going to watch it? What do we need to watch for? Why would you not watch Dolphins Jets on Friday at all? Like what you don't think I mean, the Jets defense is legit. Like you don't think they can at least slow down the Dolphins and the Jets have a new quarterback. I'm not saying they're going to beat them. It's absolutely intriguing though to watch. I d- I don't think it is. What time is the game? 3. Okay. I'll watch it. Like I say, I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. But I don't think that the Jets have any chance. I think they're terrible. Their offense is so bad that I just don't even like the Dolphins haven't scored. You said it on the last podcast. They haven't scored more than 20 points. And I think any game except one in the last six weeks, seven weeks, whatever it is, if they score 10 points, they're going to win. Do you know who the Jets beat in weeks five and six? Uh, The Eagles, I think. The Broncos and the Eagles. Yeah. I, look, I, I just, I'm not telling you they're going to win. I don't think they probably won't. I also know that the Miami Dolphins scored only 20 points against the Raiders last week. And have, scored more, than, and have yeah. scored more than 20 points once in their last four games. 
maybe I'm doing like a reverse jinx or something. Can you imagine if that game happens on Friday and the Jets beat the Dolphins? How much more juice the Bills oh have God. on Sunday? Yeah, I know. That's, it's amazing to think about. Listen, I, I was super jacked to watch it, and then I'm like, wait a minute. I have roundtable on WGR at like four o'clock, and then we're leaving for the Sabers game, which starts at six o'clock Friday. So I'm I don't really think, that up. I'm not. I don't know how much I can even watch, to be honest with you. I am thinking about going to the Sabers game on Friday and bringing the baby. Oh, all right, I love it. Is this too early? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. No. I took Max to Sabres games when I was holding them in a basset out a stroller. I don't know. Yeah. I took Max well, I mean, to a, I took Max to Fenway Park in a stroller sat and stood up at the uh, standing room only. Well, that's what we would be dealing with. I mean, Ellie is like eight and a half months old. Now we have like the little headset for her if we decide we want to do this, but I don't know. Is that t- too young? No, the only question is how you're going to deal with her and where she's going to, like, as far as sitting and making sure that you're all comfortable and okay. Oh, she's, so the, the, coolest the, baby. she's the coolest baby. Then you're ever. totally fine. You don't have to pay. She sits on your lap. What? Mm-hmm. There's no other, like, drawback. She's not going to get, yeah, if you put the stuff on her ears, that's even better, but well, nothing, it's, it there's checks, nothing negative I can yeah, find yeah. from it. It checks a lot of boxes because it's a little bit earlier than a normal game. Like we said, eventually we want to take her to her first game. It's a holiday weekend, so I think everybody's going to be in a better mood. It's going to be a busy arena, which to me, I know you would say like, well, that's counterintuitive. Wouldn't you want to take her to her first game when there's nobody there? No, like I want it to be like a cool game, a cool atmosphere. But six o'clock game, conceivably, she normally goes to bed at 830. We'd probably get her to bed at nine o'clock instead of eight thirty, unless the game takes forever and goes to overtime or whatever. So yeah, I, I'm thinking about doing it. I don't know yet because it's also it's my birthday weekend. So this is like, oh, you know, happy birthday! Yeah, what so day is your birthday? Monday. Monday. My mom's is Sunday, so there you go. Happy birthday! Oh yeah, you so and she's the twenty sixth. Yes, she is. Okay, I'm the twenty seventh. While, while we're in Philadelphia, Stephon Diggs is the twenty eighth. The twenty ninth, I think. No, I think twenty eighth. I think it's the day uh, after. Me. Look that up. You better look that up. I think it's the twenty ninth. Look okay, it up right now. Look it up right now. I, I'm just Ste- off the top of my head. Stefan Diggs Stephon is turning 30. 30. Yes, he is. On what day? I think it's the 29th. You're right. You're the right. 29th. Oh, yes. There You're you right. Go. Only because we uh, only because we asked Alexa or Siri or somebody like that the other day in our house just because we knew it was coming up soon. Um, all right. Before we get out of here, who should Bill, Bills fans want to win? Are you ready? Yep. Give you a yep. few games here. Steelers, who just fired their offensive coordinator mm-hmm. at Canada. At Bengals, Steelers are six and four. Bengals are five and five. Root for the Bengals in that game because I think the Steelers are a bigger concern moving forward because of no Joe Burrow. I agree with that. The only issue is if the Bengals win and the Bills lose, the Bengals then pass the Bills. Another team that passes the Bills because they'll have the head to head, and right now they don't. But I agree with you. I think if everything you just said is right, I think Bills mm-hmm. fans should root for the Bengals to win that game. Yep. Jaguars, seven and three at Texans, six and four. Jags. For sure. Yes. For sure. Let the Jags yeah. win the division and uh-huh. beat out the wildcard teams, right? 
Yeah. If that's another one, if the Jags win that game and the Bills win, the Bills would be in a playoff spot, right? Oh, yeah. The Bills are yeah. only behind them, right? I think, well, they're in the eighth and think the Texans are in the seventh right now. Yeah. Okay. Browns, seven and three at Broncos, five and five. Broncos, even though I know they don't have the tiebreaker against the Broncos, I still think Broncos. I think so too. I mean, if you get to if you get if you get the Browns to seven and four, mm-hmm. I mean, even though the Broncos could go to six and five, you could lose to the Eagles if they'd pass you too. It'd be tough. But yeah, I agree with you because I just don't think the Browns will sustain with their quarterback situation, right? No, and I don't think the Broncos will keep this going. Um like I, I think you can spot them another win. After this, they've got the Texans, so another game that obviously would have implications for the Bills. The Chargers, who I'm not writing off yet. The Lions, who I think are good. The Patriots, who we can write off. The Chargers again, and then the Raiders the last week of the season. So it's by no means like an absolute gauntlet, but it's not a cakewalk either. And there's no doubt you got to root for the Raiders to beat the Chiefs, right? You wouldn't root for the Chiefs. Yeah, you'd root for the Raiders. Well, there's some interesting games coming up this week. By the way, Ravens at Chargers wraps up Sunday's action. That Ravens Sunday Chargers? Chargers? Yeah. If the Chargers lose that game, do they fire Staley? They might. I would say this, though. It's a good point you raised. I don't know if they'll fire Staley. I think you want the Ravens to win for the fact that maybe, okay, just let them, You know, if you're not going to catch them. But here, here's why. I think if, if the Chargers lose, they could be in – let's evaluate mode by the time the Bills play them. That could yeah, be a reason why you want the Chargers to keep losing. But at the same mm-hmm. time, giving the Ravens would, a loss would not be a horrible thing. No, no. I agree with you there. I, th- I still think you root for the Ravens in that situation because, like, Joey Bosa, I think, just went on IR. It's the same reason you gave me about the Dolphins the other day. Like, the Dolphins would have I mean. nothing to pay for, play for against the Bills if they, you know, are in the division lead. And in this case, mm-hmm. I'd say the Chargers, Bosa, like you're saying, and... I mean, if they're in evaluation mode Christmas weekend, then they're going to be playing backups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. The only thing different there is it's like a three-week difference. So I think that even if your team is trash, Justin Herbert is still playing, Keenan Allen is still playing, all those guys are still playing, unless there's like a legitimate reason to keep them out of the game. Where in the Dolphins game, if they're not really playing for anything other than the difference between a two-seed and a three-seed, with the injury history of Tua, with Jalen Ramsey coming off of an injury, with Tyree Kill, like I don't even think you're letting those guys see the field. I don't think you're letting them play a quarter, a half. I think you were just sitting them. And if it comes down to it, you and you need to win that game, and you can't against the backups, then you wouldn't do anything in the playoffs anyway. Matt, um, not to be too emotional or anything, but I know it's your first Thanksgiving without your father, so I just yeah. want to say I know your 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 family's thoughts will be with ours. Uh, I'm Thank your, you. You know, we'll have you in our thoughts and. I know it might be tough. I'm glad you guys have a lot of people coming over. That'll help a lot. Yeah, that's why we're. Do- I mean, we're doing it. My mom and dad hosted Thanksgiving my entire life. It, to, new tradition to, for you to, then? But, yeah, new tradition. Bringing the families together now. I mean, we used to have to do like you know, go to my in-laws and then go to my parents' house and do. But now we've got the baby, so it's 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 a weird emotion because it's the. I will be thinking about my dad more than I'll be thinking about the baby, even though it's the baby's first Thanksgiving. I know the happy thoughts should probably outweigh the sad thoughts, but I think just the way I'm wired, I'm going to be thinking about him not being there more than I'm going to be thinking about, hey, it's the first one with the baby. But starting a new tradition, 
always have the memories, obviously. I'll just be thinking about him a lot that day. And, you know, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, no problem at all. Um, you have a great Thanksgiving. We'll catch up in Philadelphia then over the weekend, I guess. You going to get a cheesesteak? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have to check. That's a good question. Somebody asked me today, a buddy of mine's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't really have any great plans on Saturday night yet. You got to do it, right? It's like and it's like when you come to Buffalo, you got to get wings. So at some mm-hmm. point, you got to get a cheesesteak when you go to Philadelphia. Here's the only issue, though. I don't really eat a lot of cheese. So I can get the I can get the cheesesteak without the cheese. Just steak. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? I don't really eat a lot of cheese. Do you, What do you do for pizza? I do eat pizza, it, you know, but I pay for it. But I eat it. I'm okay. I'm I'm not a big cheese guy. I, like I don't put cheese on everything either. I just, no, mozzarella's fine. Actually, I can I can do that a little bit better. And I don't love the could, taste of a lot of cheese. But. <laughs> could you get a cheesesteak with mozzarella instead of like cheese whiz? Probably, yeah. It'd be okay. I wouldn't. I still wouldn't love it, but it'd be a little better for me. It's not, not worth it on the road. Probably not. Yes. No, that's like one of those things. The Bills, they take very good care of us in the press box as far as food is concerned. In yeah. the last game, they had shrimp. And I sat there and I looked at it and I'm like, I really like shrimp, but I don't know if I want to have press box shrimp and not be home for like seven hours. That feels risky <laughs> to me. <laughs> it just feels so risky. You didn't eat it? I did. I did. Still. <laughs> you, I, I did the podcast with it. I think you're okay. I don't know. It seemed like to me. Or I, 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 I once, once had, had a tuna sandwich from the WKBW break room. Like, like they have like a fridge that like you can go in and it's like self-service and there's like pre-made sandwiches in there. there. Yeah, and I once I had a, had I once got a tuna sandwich from there because it was like during Lent or something. And the way my coworkers looked at me, like the fact that you would eat a tuna sandwich out of a break room, like fridge. And I was like, it says it's not expired for like two weeks. I mean, whatever. How's it any different than like Turkey? They're just but they thought it was like crazy. sandwich snobs. That's all. Don't worry about that, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. Come on, guys. It was like $2. We hope everybody who's listening and watching has a fantastically happy and awesome Thanksgiving. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your friends and family. We will talk to you next time after the Bills play the Eagles on Sunday and kind of break that down for you from Philadelphia or wherever we're going to be at the time. And we'll see what happens with the Bills you know, as they head to their bye week after that. But have a great Thanksgiving. And um Matt, if you want to say anything before we go, I'll, obviously you have the floor to do that as well. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I'll echo what Sal said. I hope you all have an amazing, great time with friends, family, whoever you're spending time with. Bills 28, Eagles 26.